Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Summer is coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game changing full body grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair, baby. And if you grew some winter man tits, the least you can do is make sure they're hairless. Because the ladies love those hairless titties, believe you me. It's time to get ready for a hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT. And we are recording. Mr. Mo. Oh, look at that wave go. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> you know what? It's so hot in my apartment, and I have an AC unit right next to me, but it's so loud that it picks up on the microphone. So I just want you to know how much I sacrificed for this show. That's all. I'm doing the same thing, too. <laughs> so if you see, I have to be in this room, because if I'm over there by the AC, you can just hear it on the thing, and it's, like, so annoying. So, yes, uh... If you see us start dripping sweat, we're not on crack. Not today, no. <laughs> it's we're just really hot. Parts. We're not <laughs> holding in a, we're not trying to not pinch a loaf in our pants. It's just, yeah, we, we're hot. We didn't order extra beans at Chipotle. It's just, you know, yeah. things are toasty here. Global warming is real and it's coming for us. <laughs> uh, okay. We're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. In my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. Oh, young man, my three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. <sighs> wait for it, wait for it. This is the French Podcast. I'm Carlos Garcia with Chris Simo Moore. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Oh, I'm good. I'm just a little sweaty, but I'm great. How are you, man? <laughs> yeah, the intro definitely took a lot out of me, so I feel like I could use a three to six hour break right now you need an, a nice and we've got carlos garcia seen on mtv the beavis and butthead show frat chat podcast carlos garcia <laughs> well uh the weather is nice and uh it's making me feel like i need to hold on to my beers you guys, because Buddy Games, Spring Awakening, the outrageous comedy of the year is here. The boys are back to reunite for their biggest challenge yet. And to take it back to where it all began, Spring Break, where I wish we were at right now. Get it now in the Microsoft Store. It's rated R from Paramount Pictures, and it's got legends like Kevin Dillon, Josh Dumel, who Steve-O yes. has a thing for, Ooh. Nick Schwartzen, and Dan Bigdahl. So, yes, check out that movie, Buddy Games, Spring Awakening. Get it now from Microsoft. 
Uh, and that's how we feel right now. I feel like I'm up at the beach with these guys, struggling to do some kind of epic adventure while I'm sweating balls all the way through. And I'm just sitting here. So, last time I got, I went to the beach with you was a few years ago, and I don't remember leaving the beach. <laughs> that was an adventure. <laughs> that was the definition of adventure. We've got to it's take a, a train commute. for over an hour somewhere. You don't know where you're going. That's an adventure. And we met that group of people, and then we all got hammered. Definitely, that was that was a nice adventure. I don't know if you remember. We almost got stabbed on the way home too. You remember that? Oh, I remember we were the all girls that we were with said something to the wrong guy, and he like had some scissors in them, and he just pulled them out. Like, what the fuck you say to me? And she's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, fuck, I'm too drunk for this. Like, <laughs> I remember you and I both were looking at each other like, if he moves one step closer to us, we're ready. Yeah, we gotta we gotta swing on him, but ooh, I was like, I was literally thinking in my head, fuck, we're drunk. So if he hits me once, I'm gonna bleed way more. <laughs> this is bad. I think oh, that God. I'm so lesson, ladies. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah, ladies should watch what the fuck they say to people. You know, everybody should watch what the fuck they say to people, but fuck. <laughs> well, I think I'm a little too overly confident when fighting because I can't feel my face. So part of me is like, well, if it if you punch me in my titanium face, it's gonna hurt you more than it hurts me. So I feel like I'm to be honest, that is a good uh However, my nose is get hit. still new, so I don't want to mess that up. <laughs> Your nose is dodging like Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fellas, have you ever wished you were a little bit taller? Maybe you matched on Tinder, but her profile says, must be over six feet. Oh, no! Or maybe your date wants to wear heels, but she can't because it'll make her taller than you. Well... I got the short kinks covered with today's sponsor, Konzuri. Konzuri makes shoes that make you up to 2.8 inches taller without anyone knowing. Look, guys, girls get heels, makeup, and push-up bras. Why can't men get a boost in confidence, too? I mean, we're all the same height lying down anyways, if you know what I mean. Oh, you don't? Well, I'll draw you a picture after the show. Don't worry. Stay tuned for the Fat Chat Podcast. But for now, for a limited time only, our listeners get an extra 15% off your order with the promo code FRATCHAT at Konzuri.com. This site is already 30% off, and with our promo code, you can get an extra 15% off. That's 45% off for your entire order. Support our show and check them out at C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com and use the promo code FRATCHAT. You know, I realized... Go, go on. Okay. It's June, right? It's Pride Month. That's and right. I forgot that May was Mental Health Awareness Month. And I never, and you know, NAMI is an important organization that I donate to. And I, and I never acknowledged the importance of mental health awareness in the month of yeah. May. Yeah, well, you're uh, just a pretty terrible person, aren't you? I know. So I decided <laughs> that today I'm going to start off by um, taking all my medicine on um on the air great yes that's uh, that's another one juicy entertaining content right there you guys we go from (laughs) gonna go from promoting buddy games spring awakening super funny entertaining movie to simo taking his meds uh-huh uh-huh and now he uh 
He sounds like he's on the phone when Osmario comes in the room. I love that. What is that new one? Good lord. Man, you know how I know he's gay. <laughs> That's swallowing power. It's like nine uh, pills. Huh? Good God. You're still going? What the fuck are you? Are you in a buffet? Like, what is this? Buy nine, get one free pill free? Like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought if you added one more pill in there, I was going to die for you. Six pills. Keep me... <laughs> That was only six. Raging. I felt like 19 pills. I feel like you just six kept going. Six keep me from being a raging bitch. And it's funny <laughs> well, because... Oh, do like, they? <laughs> I mean, if you ask Osmara, he might disagree. But um, <laughs> I, I think it's funny because at work, people will talk about um, birth control. They talk about anxiety, uh, um, um, allergy medication as a plate. People talk about um, you know, muscle relaxers like it's nothing. But the moment I mention that I take uh, lots of medicine for depression, everyone's like, ooh, it's an uncomfortable <laughs> topic. And I yeah. and so I, I purposely talk about it more than the average person because I think it's important to desensitize the stigma of mental illness. You know, I feel like... I don't. I don't want to bring it into a random conversation. Like it's like. <laughs> so uh, after the Tuesday uh, two p.m. meeting that we had with Carl, I got really depressed. I needed to take a mental check. Now, you guys, yeah, <laughs> depression is <exactly>. totally normal. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was waiting for the train, and I, and you know, there's you ever have a moment when you just want to jump in front of it, right? No, <laughs> right. Uh, no, no, no. So I um uh like the other day, I got put on this new medicine. And uh, it's new for me, and it's new on the market. It's called Vralar. It's an antipsychotic, which I don't think is a nice wow. um, word to use because I don't think I am psychotic. But um, it's it's for people who are like resistant to not anymore depression. <laughs> medi- not anymore. It's, it's people who are resistant to depression medication, and so um, they they're like let's let's try this. And this medicine wow. um, was on the market as of December two thousand twenty two. So it's pretty new medication and so i went to the pharmacy to pick it up and they said all right mr moore your total is nine hundred dollars and i said what okay you just you just said that like it was like chump change so yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't even skip the beat like, you serious like she needs to say that like mr moore that is nine hundred dollars you know like, <laughs> or like, like she needs are to you have... this medicine is nine hundred dollars do you want to give your doctor a call and see if there's anything else yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or but, we can work but, with you it's just like all right or there up. needs to be like, like sound effects you have like that is nine hundred dollars and then dun, dun, dun. you know and they're like <laughs> so like i was uh i was just a few minutes like to work but i was i was at the pharmacy and i called my insurance he told me to call my doctor i called my my psychiatrist he told me to call my um, typical doctor, and then my uh, that doctor said, "Call back your psychiatrist." And then they said, "Call the um, call this other pharmacy out in Huntington, Long Island." And then it was all a bunch of like, calling around or whatever. And I got the medicine for free. Someone had to like send a letter. But the anyway, I'm talking to um, um, my coworkers about this. I was I had to get this medicine, and they said, "What's this medicine for?" And so up until that point, they're like, "Oh, that's such a hassle. I hate when that happens." And I say, 
you know, the medicines for depression, they were like, oh, okay, so what's on the agenda today, guys? I, um, we have a, a lot of meetings lined up, but they got so uncomfortable. Meanwhile, I'm listening to people talk about their UTIs, you know, and they're talking about like um, rashes and skin issues and all this, like, you know, I, I, we talk about eye infections all day long. Do you know that you can get uh, herpes and chlamydia in your eye? Chlamydial conjunctivitis is fucking gross. We talk about that like it's wow. nothing. But the moment I say, sometimes I'm sad. People are like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Inappropriate work conversation. Let's talk about herpes zoster in your eye. You know, Chris, you're kind of really making us uncomfortable with this conversation. Mm-hmm. And I really just think that we should pivot back to Carl. Uh, so, Carl, you were telling us that you were taking a shit on your wife's chest and then just ram wrapping her around and <laughs> taking a picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so crazy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well. Uh, Carl won't so, take know. a shit on my chest. Yeah. Discrimination here. <laughs> so, so they call it a hot Carl. <laughs> <laughs> He's the king. Uh, now, I now since Carl. I just saw you take your pills, I'll I'll still hang out with you, Simo. But thanks, man. <laughs> just don't leave him at home. Uh, One of those pills. And make sure you guys. I got that on the black. Yeah, market. right. <laughs> In five seconds, you guys. He was. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, guys? <laughs> what is it? What is it that Will Ferrell says? And um, old school. Oh, you're crazy, man. Oh yeah, that's it. You're, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy, man. That's my favorite scenes. Yo, you took one right in the jugular. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Oh gosh. Sean William Scott uh, will sp- always be my number one hottie. I know. I love that guy. <laughs> He's so Love good. So he was talking about wanting to do another dude. Where's my car? And I'm like, yes, just please do. That would be excellent. I would love to see that. He's like, he wants the characters to be like either very successful or like exactly the same. Like life just did not go well. <laughs> so. I would love to be that car. And then he can ride me all the way. To- <laughs> well, the movie would be a lot shorter. Cause it'd be like, I'm right here. <laughs> End credits. So you yeah, know, I don't know. Like, Something more conspicuous. Dude, you know? Sweet, dude, sweet. <laughs> so that'd be great. But you know what's gonna be the greatest, Mister Mo? The greatest comedy show of all time because we're we, back we, this Friday, baby, seven fifteen p.m. Broadway Comedy Club. Oh yeah, Mister Mo, we got an epic fucking lineup. It's so epic. It's just so epic that we just got to hit some theme song for it. Hit it. Yeah. We got Ron Prendermano hosting this biatch. We got Alingo Mitra from the late show with Stephen Colbert, Conan, and Last Comic Standing. We got Kenny Circa from Netflix, Carol Zoccoli from Comedy Central, Jill Gonzalez from NBC, and way, way more. We got myself from Mr. Mo, seen on MTV, of course, the Frat Chat Podcast, award winning writers. Myself and him as well. See on the Beavis and Butthead show. Uh, it's gonna be epic. So get your tickets right now. Stop what you're doing. Even if you're driving, slam your brakes. I don't care where you are. Slash 
greatest comedy show. Use promo code FRATCHAT to save 15% on them tickets. Do it. Just do it. Again, tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. Promo code FRATCHAT on checkout. Save a bunch of money. It's going to be fun. Simo's mama's going to come out. Get to see yeah. Simo's mama. She's got big boobies. I mean, wait, why did I say that? <laughs> you know what? I don't know where that she, came from. <laughs> she used to be really, really skinny. And, like, she used to doing those, um, uh, remember when Suzanne Summers had, like, the butt master and the thigh master? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the she butt blaster, like, hours. 2000 or something. Yeah, and, like, the Jane Fonda uh, tapes and things. This thing, you went, like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, um, uh, she doesn't do that stuff anymore, and now she's just, she's comfortable, and, and now that she isn't, like, a stick and is, like, at a, at a healthy weight, um, she grew boobs for the first time in her life. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> and people are like, oh my god, Valerie, are these new? And she's like, I, sort of, but um, they're not, like, to her knees, like, all her friends are, like, tatters. good for you, mommy. She can't take him for a walk down the street. <laughs> her friends throw them over her shoulder so that they can... Um, it's like Superman's know. cape. <laughs> <laughs> or they just, like, spin around super fast and they take off like a yeah, They just fly out of your helicopter. It's a uh, much safer mode of transportation because, you know, they can't fly. You know, you walk by an airplane turbine. <laughs> you think it's sucked right in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, safety first, you guys. Safety first. <clears throat> but, uh, Mr. Mo, as you touched on earlier. I didn't uh, touch anything. Allegations. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, as you uh, mentioned earlier, it's not just any special month this month because it's Pride <laughs> season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my Pride dance over here. This is the Pride robot. Yeah. Pride season! It's pride, Mr. Mo. It's pride. It's the time for your people to celebrate. It's time for all the companies to be like, hey, we're one of you guys until like a couple weeks from now. And they're like, fuck you guys. (laughs) This is the time (laughs) when they like you. (laughs) So we're going to celebrate you guys. We're going to talk a little pride, the pride month topic this week because we're going to talk about. The celebs that embrace the gay. Sometimes yeah. sometimes for Oscar-winning purposes, but mostly to entertain us and to price some great content. And this is going to be uh, gay across the spectrum and entertainment across the spectrum. Because it's all a spectrum, baby. <laughs> you know, I think there's a big debate in show business uh, regarding cis gender and when i say cis for those of you who live under a rock or maybe those of you that live in florida cis means that um you identify with the gender that you were assigned at birth right so if you're if you're born sex male and you identify as male then you're considered cisgender it's just it's it's pretty um uh straightforward to me 
And then if you not were... to be confused with sissy, like Simo, you throw like a sissy, you know, yeah, like in third grade, yeah. like the whole thing. High yeah. school flashback. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if you were assigned male at birth, but now you identify as a female, then you're not cisgender. You are trans. Or maybe you are non-binary or whatever the case may be. And these are all um, terms that are used in the psychiatric community. They're, they're medical terms used in hospitals. It's not made up terms by the Gen Z you know, uh, demographic. These, these are like real things. So anyway, um, there's a big debate because some people feel that cis actors who are heterosexual should not be playing queer parts. And I think that is so bogus because I wish someone would tell me as a gay man that I can't play a straight character. Now, I don't know how convincing I would be. I was going to say, technically, I don't know if you could. (laughs) I I remember when you tried to play a straight person. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, I'm pretty sure he's gay, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that's it. But but my, my point is just that I don't think it's fair. It's got to go both ways. It can't be one-sided. So it's totally. just like there's a lot of straight male bartenders at gay bars. And people are like, I don't know I think about that. But as a gay person, if you told me I couldn't bartend at a straight bar, then totally. that's a lawsuit. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. So I appreciate when people... Uh, embrace all sorts of characters and um, I I appreciate when they give a really good convincing performance and I think if they're being respectful to the community and not playing a caricature I appreciate when people play queer characters with a full-fledged uh, history values and beliefs um, in, in, in their world I, I think that's fantastic the only issue that I have is that I don't think Hollywood employs enough queer people so i would love to see more trans people on the silver screen more non-binary people on silver screen and more more gay people instead of just reserving those uh actors for stereotypical roles where the gay person's like the the pretty girl's best friend type novelty character you know what i mean here's my thought on it Okay, this goes both fair. ways. The, the, I guess literally it goes both ways. If you can look, and this is goes if you're a straight person playing a gay character or a gay person having to make out with you know a girl or a guy, and that's your, the opposite thing you're into. If you can kiss the opposite gender you're into or have a sex scene or whatever and make it look convincing and not like you're totally grossed out and want to die, you're fine. You you deserve the power because that's not easy, dude. That's not easy at all. Like, you know, some some actors just refuse to do it. Like for example, uh, Will Smith in Six Degrees of Separation, the, he played a gay character, and uh, I you know he did he had a pretty decent performance. However, there was a moment where he was supposed to kiss a man, and he uh, requested that the cameraman stand behind him so he was face to face with this person and it appeared as if they were kissing but there's no actual lip touching mm-hmm. i think i could do like a like a small kiss but i, could, I don't know that i could make out some dude on camera right now well 
I don't know. Let me you tell you, money talks. So someone <laughs> said, I'll pay $2 million for this role, but you That's have to punk swap. You would say, bring in up. Matt Damon. <laughs> so I, I think that, um, I think that there's a lot of uh, opinions amongst the career community that's that's a little mean. Another one would be like, uh, some of my friends are like, I can't believe these girls had a bachelorette party at this gay bar. Fuck them. Mm. And I say, you know, they might be a little annoying. I, I'll give you that. But if they are spending money at a queer establishment, why would you turn away that money? Yeah. You're supporting and, the business. And if I wouldn't have a bachelor party in a straight bar and they were like, oh my God, what the fuck did I did? Are they lost? Then that's a lawsuit. So I just yeah. wish that everyone was nicer. And I'm not trying to dog the queer community. It's not everyone, but there are a few people uh, that, um, uh, you know, there's a small percentage of people that I think are, um, uh, uh, that, that could be a little bit more open-minded just because you're a, a minority doesn't mean that you are um, bigoted at times. Just saying. Totally. Yeah, no, everybody can do it. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk celebs that embrace the gay y'all. And I got one honorable mention before we get to it, uh, because this wasn't an acting role per se, but it was on TV. And I'm talking about uh, Joseph, Gordon Levitt, and uh, he was on that uh, lip sync battle show against his castmates in that Christmas movie, what he did with Seth Rogen, <coughs> uh, where they're like wandering around the city uh, and all on drugs on like Christmas season or something. But in this point, he gets in, he, he does a Janet Jackson song, and he literally comes out in full Janet get up lipstick everything <laughs> little ponytail they look honestly exactly like a white janet jackson it was kind of creepy and he proceeds to bust out her perfect choreography and literally did not give a fuck full drag just killed it it was amazing great performance and at the time you know and and he still is but at the time he had just broke breached the gap where he was in batman movies he was in all kinds of things he was an a-list actor Seeing an A-list actor, feel free to just be comfortable out there and show people, hey, fuck, man, it's cool to rock a little drag sometimes and be entertaining. That uh, was cool to see. Even my acting coach, I remember, brought it up. And he's like, you know, people are so uh, uncomfortable with themselves, but here you have this guy, you know, and look at him rocking it. He's giving hope for this, I, this folk. I do like that movie. I think that's a great performance. I think one of the reasons why it's an honorable mention because that performance isn't gay per se because you can you can dress up in drag and, and not be gay, but the fact that you are um, paying tribute to, I guess, the drag community or that you are, um, um, you're just, I guess, supporting drag in which way I think is controversial today and shouldn't be. And so I commend him for that because. Yeah. And uh, he's got awards. Uh, like he got an award at Harvard where literally instead of it was, instead of being the staff, it was all done by drag queens. Yeah. And he, he like even gave one a lap dance. I think he made out with it. He made out with a drag queen. He's like very supportive. 
the car. He's, he's quite the ally, and I appreciate him so much. Nice. He guy. came a long way from what was it third rock from the sun? Third rock from the sun. He's the kid. Yes, I love that show. By the way, that show is so fucking good. French Stewart mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, what's his face? John Lithgow, who's just my yeah. dude. Great show, and the lady in it was really good. I just don't remember her name, but she's been in a lot of stuff, including Austin Powers too. She's Ivana Hump a lot. <laughs> so I love her. I love my Manscaped all year long, but especially going into summer. Because believe it, boys, you don't want your hair down below poking out that Speedo when you're trying to show off that summer bottom vacation this year. Manscaped is dedicating to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential Lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to run out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or the treasure chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. Their trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair and loose skin and to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology. You can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough. Inside the performance package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing a bathing suit all day. And no one likes nose hairs. So their package also comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0. And you also get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value. And the patented, high-performance, reduced-chafing Manscaped boxers. If you're wearing sandals, you also need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. So do yourself a favor and always use the right tool for the job. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so yeah, that's my honorable mention. So I feel like you should start since I just did the okay. honors. I'm, I'm going to start with um, this character I wouldn't, isn't, gay this character is trans but i think that for pride it's important to have um a variety of um the rainbow you know the spectrum so, brother of the spectrum uh so hillary swank came to like like hollywood stardom international recognition for her performance as brando tina it's a transgender mm-hmm. man in mm-hmm. Kimberly Pierce's Boys Don't Cry. And she even won a Best Actress for that. And uh, she, I mean, she played a very convincing guy. Yeah. Uh, you and know, that's a it's a crazy um, case, if you guys don't know about she, it. She can up. play a really beautiful woman and a very mm-hmm. convincing dude. Like, what a range. But I, I think that it was such a strong performance and so gut wrenching. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but it's pretty intense. Yeah. And, and I remember the uh, case. And I think that that gave a really good glimpse into um, the horrors of being queer, you know? So especially in like the Southern States, you know, where it's not safe to be yourself. 
Don't say gay in Florida. <gasps> so so I, I um, want to start off with her. And I think she's phenomenal. Uh, I think that's one of two Best Actress Awards that she's gotten. But but she yeah. really is phenomenal. And Hilary Swank, I thank you for your service. Over thank and you. out. Next up is yours. Yeah, buddy. And uh, also Million Dollar Baby was a great movie. That was her second Oh, Oscar. yeah. That That fucked me up. (laughs) If you haven't seen that movie, you won't know what I'm talking about. But if you have seen, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I'm going to start with uh, one that uh, is actually one of my favorite TV shows. I'm talking about Modern Family. uh, And. I'm talking about Eric Stone Street, who I was shocked to find out he wasn't really gay. Yeah. He plays it so real. Of course, I'm, his, I'm talking his character, Cam, uh, in the show. He's married to Mitchell. They have a beautiful adopted kid, and they're part of the modern family. Ding. Uh, yeah, the dude, I really like was shocked to find out that he actually wasn't gay. And I found out because at the time I was doing PR <clears throat> and uh, he was a spokesperson for a brand that uh, I was working and he did a shoot or whatever. I wasn't there at the shoot, but my boss who was gay was there. So I was like, dude, what was, what was he like? Blah, blah, blah. It's so cool to have a gay spokesperson. He looked at me and he's like, honey, he's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what it's like yeah dude what the fuck <laughs> you thought he was really gay no man he's an actor it's like damn blew my mind because he plays that cam role it's it's so real it's not exaggerated even though in some in some cases he can be a little tropey but it's it's entertaining it's not he's also he plays it macho too he's a football coach who you know when he has to fight and stuff he fights uh but he's got his you know little feminine side to it it's not too much it's done great uh i i just think he's so fucking entertaining without being offensive so i gotta start with my boy cam on the list i love you that's such a great show too um doesn't didn't he date some pretty like notable women in hollywood really uh let's see because that would honestly give a lot of hope for a lot of people because <laughs> no friends cammy cam <laughs> you know i mean he's not gonna be in the cover of men's health magazine anytime soon definitely, um, not, men, definitely not men's fitness i'll tell you that much <laughs> okay so he is engaged as of now but he apparently is rumored to have hooked up with Charlize Theron, which is wild. Also, mm-hmm. Bethany Frankel. Mm-hmm. The, I think she was a housewife. housewife. She's yeah. a skinny girl um, she, mogul. She, yeah, skinny girl margarita. That's that's what I know most She of. also had a talk show. Um, oh, yeah, she did have a, th- a talk show. It's funny. I just remember her from, uh, from the housewives, but... She does have a lot. So, yeah, she has those three. But good for him, dude. Charlie Theron. What? What a babe. Good for you, bro. I know. Damn. Good for you. All right, Eric. So he's a good uh, <laughs> good actor, and he gets the latest. 
you know, goes to show, big guys. There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> there's hope. For there are there's yeah. hope for men who have given up. All right. <laughs> so um I wanna go next with uh so Robin Williams, I don't think is known for his performance in Birdcage. But he's great. He should be because it was phenomenal. And I think his character's name was Arman. Uh, I think. And then, so his character owns a um, a drag queen bar. And he is just perfect. I mean, the cast, I mean, they're pretty flamboyant and it's it's fun. But I, I, I just think that Robin Williams is such, well, was such an ally. Because even in... Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. he played a very convincing woman, and his character had a gay brother, and the fact that they were gay wasn't really, like, a source of contention in the family. It was just, like, a normal family dynamic. And so I, I, I just think that Robin Williams was a really uh, notable, nice person in Hollywood, and I he's know. very, very much missed. Uh this has nothing to do with pride, but just a really cool story about Robin Williams. When Christopher Reeves actor played Superman, uh, he had that horse injury that left him as a paraplegic for the rest of his life. Yeah. And he was in the hospital all fucked up. And he shares that at that time, you know, he's questioning how the hell am I going to live? What the fuck am I going to do? You know, can't move anything from the neck down. He was Superman, for Christ's sakes. And uh, Robin Williams, she was a good friend of him, came into the hospital dressed like a doctor and doing like a fake accent. And he was pretending to be a doctor who was there to give him, uh, he was saying he was a proctologist there to give him a rectal exam. Really? And he just was in full character. And Christopher Reeves said he just like, couldn't stop laughing. He's like, that's the first time I had laughed since this awful thing had happened to Aww. me. And it made me realize that, okay, I was going to have a life after this. That's it's like, cute. dude, that's, that's friendship. That's a good, that's a good dude. Love you, Robin. Ah, I miss him so much. I love him. He, he had such like an incredible career. I mean, playing this gay, uh, uh, drag queen bar owner, to mm-hmm. playing Mrs. Doubtfire, to playing um, like, like a kid in a man's man. body in Jack, to playing a goofy doctor, and Mork and Mindy. I mean, he he had such a range, mm-hmm. and I'm so bummed he's not around anymore. But here's here's to you. Cheers, with my muscle. <laughs> Cheers, Robin. Eleven fifty-five in the morning, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> my mom afternoon like when i was there this past weekend she was like you know what time it is i was like noon she's like shot time she's like people <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't do shots before noon i'm like you shouldn't do shots at noon whatever <laughs> at least she has a good time i did just see a thing that said uh like potentially i think it's like one glass of alcohol a day can actually prevent heart attacks so like one shot at one like whiskey or vodka or shit like that, like something strong. Oh so, so maybe you're noted. something. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what, great. Thanks. That's what saved her life. So <laughs> saved her life. <laughs> she was just hammered. <laughs> but anyways, on to the next one. Uh, this is one that was a really funny surprise. And note, this is not the most tasteful portrayal or gay, but it is in the spectrum. And I'm going to go with Channing Tatum when it was revealed in the movie This Is The End that he is that like weird gay sex gimp that they have around. Have you seen that movie? I'm, I have not. I was surprised by that on this list. Um, yes. He like, this whole time, it's like this, like it's almost like the gimp in, uh, uh, fuck, in Pulp Fiction. You've seen Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. The the weird gimp guy they have tied up in the corner when the rape scene and stuff, when when they rape Ving Rhames and Bruce Willis kills the guy with a sword. Well, it's something like that, but much more naked. And he's very crawly and they have him like tied up in a chain and like all of a sudden it's revealed that it's him. He pulls off the mask and it's him. And it's like, at the time that this came out, he was like one of the biggest movie stars in the fucking world. So him he started just as a stripper. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. What, a, what, what, what like a rags to riches story, right? I know what a, what a come up I should say. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was there to watch him come up. <laughs> Definitely a big One come day. up, you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, Zemo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude. So he, he pops in and he is just totally okay. We getting slapped around, <laughs> bitched. Uh, he plays it so well. It's hilarious. It's a pleasant surprise. And, it, and I mean, it's good to see people that just don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, he completely killed that performance. It was so fucking funny. Probably a little offensive, but that movie is about the end of the world. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's supposed to be like the best slash worst than people coming out. Uh, but great stuff. I love that guy. I think I think he's funny. He can play tough guy. He's also very likable. He can play nice. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like he's got too much going on for him. He can dance real well. Oh, uh, such a like, good dancer. I he's love ripped. Him move. He's tall. Fuck. Like, he's got everything. Like, it's like, can you leave something for us, Chan Tatum? Super hot wife. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> Who's his wife? Uh, I forget her name, but she's super hot. Because uh, yeah. he was married to the girl from Step Up, and then I'm not sure who's been. Jenna Duan is her name. Look oh. her up. J-E-N-N-A-D as in David, E-W-A-N. So spank make material all around. Yep. Love to be a fly on there. Oh, wall. there's the lady from Step Up. Yeah, it's her. Oh, they're still together? Yep, still together. Oh, I thought they broke up. Yeah, they're dancing. They're dancing. Or actually, maybe they did break up. Yeah, it looks like she's with someone else now. But that was, that was the wife, though, who was just, oh, babe. She was like, "Um, you're wonderful, but you're not good enough for this girl. (laughs) It's time for me to step up. She's like, really? Is that what you're you're using the title of our movie to break up with me? You bitch. (laughs) I think Step Up 2 did some rehearsals uh, at our college. Oh, really? 
uh-huh and they were using some of our like um studio rooms in the theater building and so there was like a big conflict because i was performing on the main stage uh that summer and we had the dressing room and they were like we're we have the dressing room we're in a movie like bitch who the fuck are you no one's gonna watch your sequel so so how about you move the fuck out the way like i pay a lot of money to go to school here what did you pay do you know anyone here no i know everyone and everyone said that this is my dressing room you know what i mean so ugh, so annoyed i was like you're a back backup dancer in step up two what is your next project when's the next big dance movie gonna come out in 10 years talk to me you know well anyway I will say that Step Up 2 made 150.8 millions uh, in the U.S. alone. So, you know, <laughs> how much uh, <laughs> did, your, did, your, did your play make 150 million? Um, <laughs> did your play make $150? <laughs> I mean, can you really put a price tag on art? <laughs> I think it's fair to say. I think it's fair to say they deserve that dressing room. (laughs) No way. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon Tatum came in there like, get the fuck out. (laughs) I didn't know Shannon Tatum. I didn't see him there. I don't even know if he was there. It's just a bunch of like. Whatever, a bunch of losers. And you just snuck in and pretended to be one of them, you know, and maybe you could have been one of those. Losers. You know, I think that good for them. They made a lot of money, but I don't think a lot of that money went to the backup dancers as well. Story time. Back in high school, I dated a girl that was half an inch taller than me. Now, that's no biggie at first until the time came for her to wear heels. I hated it. She looked so much taller than me. Walking around with her made me feel like a little kid being dropped off to school by his mom. If only Kanzuri existed back then. Not only do Kanzuri's shoes make you up to 2.8 inches taller, but they're also incredibly stylish and comfortable. Now, these are not old man Velcro shoes. So if you're looking for that, get out. You're going to get compliments on your Kanzuri's, even if they didn't make you taller. People will be like, whoa, this is some cool shoes, man. Where'd you get them? Because they have styles for every occasion. Like they have smart, casual, sporty. You name it, they got it. You need it, Kanzuri's got it. Now, the height insoles are actually built into the shoe, so no one can tell you're getting a secret little height boost there. And the brand is also hidden on the shoes and on the packaging. It's really the ultimate height hack. Life is short, but you don't have to be. It's time to level up the playing field, boys, and maybe update that dating profile to six feet because Kunzuri is an absolute game changer when it comes to your dating life. So on top of 30% off the site, our listeners get an extra exclusive 15% 15% off discount at Kanzuri.com with the code FRATCHAT. That's a total of 45% off your order. So use promo code FRATCHAT at Kanzuri.com right now. Go to C-O-N-Z-U-R-I.com. When used promo code FRATCHAT. When I want to get high, you guys, I put on a pair of Kanzuri's. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so uh, next on my list, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Okay, so I'm going to go with Stanley Tucci, who I feel mm. like plays mostly gay characters, and for a long time I thought he was gay. So yeah. um, he was uh, wonderful in Double Wears Prada. He's also gay in the, the movie Burlesque. I think there's a couple other movies that I'm not as familiar with, but I know he's played um, numerous gay characters and he does it beautifully and it's convincing. It's not a caricature. It's not offensive. Uh, they're always um, very compelling characters and I just think he's great. And, you know, and I love his glasses. Yeah, he's great. I love that guy. And uh, Burlesque has uh, Julianne Huff in it who mm-hmm. is known for Dancing with the Stars really, but God, I love her. <laughs> she Julian Huff did a movie with Josh Duhamel. Wait, huh? Dumel? What's his Dumel. name? Dumel. I used to, but it's written Duhamel, so that's a confusing one. That almost got me because I thought it was Duhamel, but then I know it is Dumel. The H is silent. Dumel. Once that's there. stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's weird. But still, uh, you know, go see Buddy Games, Spring Awakening. Even if we think it's probably Josh. <laughs> you know, his name's a little off. <laughs> Check it out right now on Microsoft. <laughs> Joshy Pooh. <laughs> we love your movies, yeah, dude. You. Great actor. We love your shit, but really, <laughs> you could have maybe done without that A, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a weird letter to have be silent. It's a yeah. fucking A. It's not like, you know, just saying. That's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, Stanley Tucci is so goddamn good. Uh, I, I agree. I like the way that he put. It's similar. It's like that that Eric Stone Street portrayal. You know, they have uh, their femininity in the character without making it an insult or a trope or something that makes you feel a certain way when you watch it. Other than yeah. very entertained. It's uh, it's kind of like um. You remember the show Will and Grace? Yep. And this character named Jack, played mm-hmm. by Sean Hayes. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was younger, that was such an important role and such an important show because it was like the only show that that featured gay characters. So it yeah. did a lot for the community. I'm so thankful for it. But looking back on it, I'm kind of like, wow, like what a stereotypical gay. Like that's that's what people thought of when you hear the word gay. Um so I, I don't identify with that character, right? but I do appreciate what it did for the community. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Um, it was just a really, I mean, really funny, you know, stereotypical caricature. Uh, but Stanley Tucci doesn't do that. Totally. Nothing against Sean Hayes, but I just, I, I think that's probably the expectation at that time by the, the studio, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, Seeing people like Stanley Tucci and Eric Stone Street, their portrayals of gay characters, that those types of actors are my argument when someone says, Oh, a gay or a straight person should play a gay character. It's like, look how, how they did it. You're telling me that who else could do these roles better? You know what I mean? Like they made these iconic roles themselves. It's like you just gotta find good actors. So and this, again, the same. This is reversed, you know. If you have a gay person playing a fantastic straight actor, go for it. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, I think as long as it's the best person for the job, 
and not like just like we're just gonna have white guys here. That's the way it should be. <laughs> Best person for the job. For the job is this? This is a. Uh... Okay, so who's next? Up next, I'm going to talk about uh, the man who uh, made throat cancer sexy again. (laughs) And I'm talking about Michael Douglas, uh, the Cunnilingus King, as he calls himself. (laughs) And, And his very, very honest and good portrayal of Liberace, who... Uh, Wait, before Steve we get that... Okay, so about the throat cancer, was he implying that um, Catherine Zeta-Jones had HPV in her Vigivaggi? I guess so. They didn't know much about HPV back then, but uh, he was just saying, like, hey... I Can they that. pinpoint her? Is it from, an, a, it was from like, a another um, person? So I think that's what... Was, that's what he alluded to or, or or that's what the i guess yeah from i guess he's a good husband <laughs> that's why she stuck around after all these years <laughs> yeah. Yucky. he was so like creepy about it too he was i think he was like wearing sunglasses he's like it was from cunning lingus oh yeah <laughs> oh michael gross <laughs> i could just imagine michael douglas uh Licking roast beef there. <laughs> but anyways, he plays uh, Liberace in the Liberace movie. And actually, uh, Matt Damon is in that as well, I believe. Oh, you're a big crush. <laughs> yes. Bring him in. <laughs> uh, uh, I meant it. <laughs> Uh, but no, the movie itself is really good. And the thing about Liberace is that it was kind of like Seymour in college for many years. Uh, people thought that he was straight and they would take very big I offense. I don't know how many people thought that. <laughs> oh, dude, I still remember the brothers uh, when they were going to introduce me to you. It's like, this guy is the man. He gets girls all the time. I mean, <laughs> and that I, year. Kind of, <laughs> I, I kind like, of did. And I was like, huh? <laughs> things, I can't believe any of them were satisfied with the things that I did. Yeah. Uh, I was like, this guy is really <laughs> so cool. And then Seema walked in like, hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, so this guy? <laughs> hey, Betches. <laughs> It's time to dance, absolutely. <laughs> They're like, Chris, here's the here's the the pledges, and I'm like, hello, peasants. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Uh, but yes, he plays him so well, and honestly, it's uh, at this point, Michael Douglas was an older cat. You know, he didn't have to take on this role. Uh, it's something that he challenged himself as an actor uh, to play one of the most flamboyant yet complicated people in the history of show business, and he nails it in more ways than one. You know, ask Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Damon also does, he plays like his gay uh, lover guy. Who... What's it? It's called the ca- behind the candelabra or something like that. Or yep, behind the candelabra. Candelabra. Like what a is a candelabra? Dragon. Is that a fruit? 
<laughs> a candelabra. I think uh, that's uh, like a, 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 a fuck. It's a candles. You put them on. It's like a, the lamps, but they're with candles. Like the old school oh, so lamps. Oh, it's kind of like a chandelier with candles? Yeah, it's a chandelier. That's exactly what it is. Oh, my God. It sounds like cantaloupe, like a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Because uh, like, I'm like, they're a bunch of gays. And so I thought it was like a play on words, like behind the fruit. <laughs> I always thought that was the fruit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't the have much faith in Hollywood. They're always picking on us. <laughs> it's like, that is not nice, Hollywood. <laughs> That's not nice. That is not nice. Um, okay. But so, it's a good movie. It's worth watching it, honestly. It's, it's, especially, you know, it, his life is way more complicated than I ever thought. So uh, it's one of the better biopics out there. Check it out. It's worth it. Will surprise you guys. It is pretty good. Um, I, I don't think that Matt Damon is the most attractive in that movie, but he he did do a good job. Totally. You know the hairstyles back then were horrible. Okay, so next <laughs> on my list, I have um, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, have you yeah. seen the movie Call Me by Your Name? I have not seen that yet. Uh, doesn't that also mm. have uh, the singer guy hairstyles? Am I totally wrong there? I don't think so. Yes, I am totally wrong. I just looked up the cast. <laughs> There's a movie with Harry Styles where he plays a gay person that came out recently. But Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But Harry Timothy. Styles, I think, is like a gay baiter. I think he tries to cash in on like um, the queer community for publicity purposes. But I don't think he's ever been like as you know close to a ween ever. I think he's counting the puss left and right. I have a feeling he's, uh, you know, I, I'm just saying, I feel like he's maybe touched one, maybe two. At least they've been in the room. <laughs> um, to get a rise out of people. But that's true. I, I mean, I could see it too. I could see it too. But but yeah, Timothy Chamelet. No, I have not seen uh, Call Me By Your Name. Well, I don't, I forget what country takes place in i can't remember but i but in in a nutshell this kid during the summer has a love affair with a this this kid's a minor he has a love affair with a grad student that's staying with his family oh and so to me the plot is a little predatory it's like a lot a lot of older gays were like what a beautiful movie and it was very well it was very well acted but when you think about it, it's just kind of like, it, I think it almost like glorifies Groom. statutory rape. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, guys, he's, he's, he's a little young for this adult. Uh, so they, they, they had like a very intense love affair. And at one point, Timothy Chalamet's character um, beat off a nut in a peach. And then this grad student dude... <laughs> ate the peach i mean it's pretty intense it's like, well, so, i don't want to waste grad, the good peach you know <laughs> and then the grass went me. off about his life and and i think got married to a lady or something and timothy chalamet's character uh i think he also had a girlfriend but he was uh like heartbroken and his dad acknowledged it and everyone's like oh murmur, you know poor guy like 
that sucks. My mom would be like, we are calling 911 because I'm not having an adult touching my child's nasties, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I maybe different countries have different rules. I don't know. It's a different time period. That was in the 80s, which, I mean, the age differences are more normal, I guess, back then, but... Uh, it, it, I mean, you could have waited a year, bro, out. for that booty to be legal. <laughs> I'm just saying. It didn't gross me out so much to the point where I couldn't watch it because I knew that the actors were all of age. Um, but the kids that kind of ruined it for you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man. Damn it. It ruined it for Simo uh, at the Jared Fogel viewing party. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I thought to myself, I, I feel better knowing that the actors are old enough to make you know to, to, to make this film but but just knowing that the characters were supposedly one was a minor just made me a little 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 awkward it's like uh, i don't know what i think about this yeah um anyhow like you said money talks <laughs> money talks you know okay. if someone said someone just in this peach would you eat it for a million dollars Never, I could never. I would eat. totally eat it. You know what? Yeah, but honest, you swallowed semen before. It's not fair. To be honest, I'd probably do it for fifty bucks, but I'm not going to turn it into dollars. <laughs> I ate a cicada for ten dollars, and I would have done it for five. <laughs> yeah, both, both equally good sources of protein, from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a very healthy peach. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm mad at my husband. I splurge on the frying pan and I mix it with eggs. Oh no! I'm like, you don't want to swallow? That's fine. I'm gonna get you to swallow some shit. (laughs) Steve-O secret pancake batter. Yeah. Yummy. Uh, Yummy. Oh god. Well, for my next one, I'm gonna take it uh, to Texas because everything's bigger in Texas. And talk about Dallas Buyer Club. Uh, great little movie there. Starring Matthew McConaughey and this guy, Jared Leto, who plays Rayon, a transgender woman who is living with HIV and a drug habit, who actually teams up with Matthew McConaughey's character to start getting uh, these health treatments to other HIV-positive patients who are being neglected and turned down treatments by the big insurance companies. Um, It's a great movie. And seeing Rayon and Matthew McConaughey's characters become friends is kind of like the biggest odd couple friendship I have ever seen. Uh, But he plays it in a very realistic way. Uh, He lost 30 pounds for the role. Yeah, he looked Uh, emaciated. Yeah, he he really went all in for that uh and and honestly again it's it's a very sensitive top topic so there has to be nuance in the acting with it and i think he did a fantastic job with it it's one of these movies that fuck man i believe he got a supporting actor oscar in it i believe so too good uh, but you know well I, I think that he had a, such an incredible performance in requiem for a dream and then i feel like he did a bunch of like I don't know, like like little movies here and there, like more, um, like Sundance 
qualifying mm-hmm. roles. You know what I mean? Totally. But nothing like mainstream. But this put this guy back on the map as like a major player. You know, for sure. <laughs> for absolutely, yeah. He uh, he had been in things like American Psycho, but you're right. He was in a lot of these Sundancey movies. But he then he ended up going to do Marble after that. So that's mm-hmm. when you know you really getting paid. It's like the something prime or wait, what Morbius. 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 But then he gained like 30 pounds of muscle for that. But I don't think that movie did too well. I haven't seen it myself, but it looked I haven't cool. seen it. I've been wanting to, but I was disappointed by the reviews and I'm like, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. And he and he was a good joker, I guess. It's just after Heath Ledger, it's kind of tough to, you know, top that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just played him. I think he he tried a little too hard with his Joker. He wanted to be different. He wanted to be completely different. But I don't know. Like I like Joaquin Phoenix take on the Joker. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, so good. I can't wait to see the second one. But uh, this isn't about the Joker. This is about Dallas Buyers Club, and mm-hmm. he earned that Oscar. Damn it! It's good for you, Jared Leto. Well, my last one. Is pretty iconic. It's a two for one deal. It's a two for one deal. I think when people hear gay cinema, they immediately think broke back mountain. And that is starring the late Heath Ledger and the very talented Jake Gyllenhaal. I just can't quit you. (laughs) They had such a convincing love affair. Yeah, I, I remember them making out outside of, uh, um, I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal's. Uh, oh wait, or was it Heath Ledger? I think it's outside of Heath Ledger's like house, and Michelle Williams was watching them kissing at the door. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's what an intense moment. But uh, yeah, that was such a beautiful movie. Oh, I have a story about this. Okay, so I may have discussed it before on the pod, but I'm going to say it again. Steve's uh, first public boner. <laughs> go, go yeah. <laughs> yeah. It the, it was so big that it hit uh Carlos upside the head from across the street. <laughs> it was in the papers. Okay, so uh remember Blockbuster? Yeah. Okay, so to our young listeners, once upon a time there's a place it's called Blockbuster where you would go and rent movies. You have to go um, physically actually, to a building. Yeah. rent and movies and you can only take two seven forbid you took more than two movies you cannot be trusted yeah and if you don't rewind yeah. the fucking movie penalty and if you turn the movie in too late penalty yeah. it's expensive as shit and then <laughs> paid 19 dollars the... <laughs> to watch my girl <laughs> and some of the blockbusters have a little room behind a curtain that had the naughty movies oh yeah and um uh the blockbuster car was the best car (laughs) the blockbuster car was the best for picking locks oh right that's true because it was laminated that's true and it was so thin that it would just go right through so um (laughs) uh if you ever forget your id at home but if you have an old blockbuster car the bouncer at the door will be like Okay, you're old enough to get Yeah, it. you're definitely old. <laughs> so, um, uh, once upon a time, I was living with a fraternity brother, and I think that either he borrowed my blockbuster card or maybe his girlfriend that was always there. But I went with some other fraternity brothers 
to go rent some movie. It wasn't Brokeback, but it was some movie at Blockbuster. <laughs> and we were all going to just get drunk and watch the movie, right? So I go to rent this movie, and the guy at the desk said, um, you have a, a late movie. You, you need to return. Um, you have a, a rental that's that's long overdue. I said, what movie? And he says, Brokeback Mountain. And I said, what? Because all my uh, bunch of friends behind me. I was like, no, that's not, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, so I didn't, I didn't rent that. I did not, I did not, you take it back. I did not, there's no, I've never seen, I, I, I know what it is, but I, I don't, I don't know what it's a, a, about. I, I've never seen, I, no, no, that's incorrect. That's not nice. And he was like, sorry. And then, um. I actually found it in the apartment, but I didn't rent it. I mean, I watched it before I, uh, <laughs> before I took it back. I was like, I wouldn't see this. But, Watch it once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was so embarrassed. And everyone was oh, like, sure, Simo, sure, you didn't yes. rent it. <laughs> a young boy in the closet. <laughs> I know. That's called a close call. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ah! oh god! So you know it was your roommate and his girl who were like watching that shit at home together. Yeah, I think she <laughs> probably made sold him. you out. Yeah, what fuckers! That is not ally behavior. No, that's why. He, that's why he wets mm-hmm. the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, on to my last one, and uh, actually, uh, we briefly mentioned her earlier before somehow being tied to Eric Stone Street. Uh, I'm talking about another lady who won an Oscar for a great portrayal. Uh, This is the first female serial killer in American history. And the first one that was the first woman to be put to death. Uh, This is Charlize Theron playing Eileen Warnos in Monster. And uh, honorable mention also to Christina Ricci, who plays her, her girlfriend in it. Uh, but this is nuts because she gained like Charlie's third game, something like 45 pounds or something to play this. Ew, lady. <laughs> her teeth were all grimy too, right? What's that? Her yeah. Her teeth. Like yeah. Her teeth, her skin, <laughs> the hair. I mean, this is not what you're used to seeing Charlie's Theron look like. And you know, when someone is, a big A-lister, but also one of the most beautiful people on the planet. I'm sure there goes a lot of insecurities with putting on that kind of weight and not going for it by your looks. So good for her to just completely rely on her talent to get her to a fucking Oscar. But she plays, and I'm not going to lie, Aline Vornos was kind of like a butchy type lesbian, so I don't want to sound offensive. That's just what <laughs> what it is on the lesbian scale. <laughs> She was well, definitely she like the butch. She, she was also like, a prostitute. Uh, she would like um, bait men and then like murder correct. them, right? Correct. He'd be like, hey, I suck your dick for $30. And they'd be like, well, I got nothing better to do. <laughs> and then they go in and a pow! Bullet in the head. It's pretty, pretty ruthless stuff. And she was... I mean, her life is very complicated. She definitely had a lot of trauma in there. If you watch the movie, it goes into a lot of it. A lot of sexual assault, uh, things like that that happened to her. Crazy fucking home. But, you know, 
She is. She's a, an interesting, interesting one. Uh, however, I'm you have to find sex workers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a career that I would want like my child to be to be in, but I'm not dogging it. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it should be against the law. Totally, I think you should be able to do whatever you want to do. But um, I I do think that it's a lot safer for everyone if you just invest in sex toys. Men, there are lots of flashlights, and then they had different attachments. You can you can fuck a mouth, fuck a vijibaji, fuck an asshole. You're probably gonna fuck an ear if you looked hard enough. But but women, there's so many like vibrators. Men, there's vibrators for you too. You know, I just think um uh I, I, I don't know. I think that if these truck drivers just invested in a good toy, they wouldn't have their brains blown out. Well, that's also the problem with it being illegal you know if it was just legal and regulated like it is in some places in vegas it is and amsterdam you know then women need to show and men need to show documentation that they're clean Mm -hmm. um it's done in a facility where you know you're not gonna get murdered you know it's not really watched but it's monitored facilities called the bunny ranch (laughs) that's right that's right uh where Lamar Odom almost fucking died in, I believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but you know, it's clean. It's regulated. It's, you know, you at least know that you don't have to worry about HIV, herpes, getting fucking blown to death. Or maybe you could get blown to death, just not blown up to death. <laughs> so, I mean, personally, like, that kind of shit isn't for me. I don't, I wouldn't. I'm not much of a let's buy a hooker to get some. It's just not my style. But I just feel like it would be safer for everyone if it was just regulated and taxed. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Government, government wants their cut. They can make a fucking penny of it. You know, that's just me. Yeah. More money for everybody. But anyways, I don't know how we... TV, Charlize Theron, amazing actress. She really delved into this role. It was so fucking convincing that if you watch the Eileen Warnos documentaries after the fact, it's like you would think that the movie was a documentary. It was so convincing. And she looked terrifying. She really did look like a monster. So good for you. I, I would say that um, the trick to winning an Oscar is the difference between 30, 40 pounds. And looking mm-hmm. haggard as fuck. <laughs> Talking to a volleyball for three hours. Wilson! <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> but, you guys, uh, that is the end of our list. So let us know what you thought. Did you like it? Did you love it? Is it raining, man? Let us know and follow us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. Make sure you follow me as well at Carlos Does the World. That is on Facebook. That is on TikTok. That is on YouTube. Uh, Carlos Does World on Twitter. Make sure you follow my good buddy Simo over there as well at chris.more.comedy uh, that is on TikTok that is on Instagram and it's Seymour Comedy on the Twitter machine oh yeah so Mr. Mo it's time to go so once you get us out of here 
I motion to adjourn this meeting and go do some gay shit. Happy Pride! And I second, but it's Pride Week, so we second like, yes! Yes. (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll be back next week with another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Franchise Podcast. Go check out Buddy Game Spring Awakening right now on Microsoft. See ya! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.